Shalom, Shalom, Baruch Hashchidish Nisan, Tavshim Pei Gimel, Thursday before Pashas Vayikro, Shabbos Kodesh, and we recorded the Vatera, learning before Ashleim, Rachma Katam Basleya, Yosef Yehuda ben Hadassah Peril, and Zalmazev ben Rochel, Lefur Shleim of Akar Mamish. Okay, we have in the Pasha a very interesting and unique Pasuk. Like so many mitzvahs commanded to the Torah, in the Torah, there is one that seemingly is ambiguous. Uh, Torah tells us in Parak Beis, Pasuk Yedimu, Chol Karba Minchosko Melech Timoch, Lashashbis, Melech Bis Lekech, Melech Minchosecho, Akol Karba Minchotakri Melech. So basically, when you offer a sacrifice in the base of English, a carbon, so you have to season it with salt. So somebody showed me a beautiful word from Shamshin Rufal Hirsch, and Baruch Hashem, I came across an English interpretation to be able to read it here today. Zoktib Shamshin Rufal Hirsch, Chol Karben Minchascha, means the parts of the Mincha that are given over to the fire, namely the Kaimitz and Levoina, the Melach Timach. One should salt them on all sides as one salts meat to be cooked in a pot. Right to the Pasuk says, yeah. So it adds a loisa say to the assay that I'll call Karbanecha Takrib Melach. This extends the law to every offering similar to the Kaimas. Anything given over to the fire as an offering is subject to a mitzvah of salting, and according to the Rambam, to Allah say as well, this is in Hilchas Asuri Mizbeach, Hey Yeral Fibbeis. However, this excludes Dam and Yain Nesachim, as neither of these are given to the fire of the Mizbeach. Asim also are excluded, as they feed the fire, but are not offered up to it, to the Mizbeach as a current. Whether the Keteris is excluded, I'm sorry, whether the Keteris is excluded, yeah, since it is not offered on the Mizbeach HaChitzayin, this is a matter of controversy. The Gemara in Menachah is the Chav Chavalaf, the Kesa Mishnah, Lecha Mishnah, Hilchus HaSuri Mizbeach, so on and so forth. Right. The salt used for the Karbonis, like the wood, like the Yitzim, is taking Mishot Tzibar from the communal supply, even if it's for a carbon yachid, for a private carbon. This is due to the bris, the character of the salt, gemar menachas, just as the lechem aponim is called bris and is taken mi'es b'nei Yisrael. So the salt, too, is called bris, melech bris alikecha, and it's even used as an expression for bris, bris melech oilam, pashas in Bamidba. There can be no doubt as to the general meaning of salt at offerings. The Pasuk spells out, Melech bris alikecha, and from the accent under the word melech, it is clear that bris is not genitive, but is in opposition with melech, not salt of the convent, but, quote, salt, comma, the convent of your God. Salt is an essential season of food. Pasuk and Yiv, Hayei Achel Tafel Mibali Melach. 
But besides this concrete function, salt has another quality, both tangible and symbolic. Salt inhibits all plant growth. A field that is sown with salt will yield no vegetation. An unfruitful land is also in Hebrew called melecha, shayush of melach. And to this, salt, add to this salt's preservative power, which prevents decay. And remember that decay is the result of the beginning of a new structure. And salt prevents that. We come to the conclusion that salt represents immutability. Muting something. Insulation. For salt forms a protective seal over an object, shielding it from outside influences that would change it. The object. From this standpoint, salt is a perfect symbol for the, bris, for the concept of bris, a treaty. For as we have shown in Pasha Spiratius, Dr. Rabbi Hirsch, that, with, with, that which is promised in a bris is isolated and set apart and is not subject to outside influences. A bris remains in all circumstances and is kept under all conditions, and in the case of bris melach, is unalterable. Something that is concluded in bris melach will not only abide forever, but will also never be subject to change. It is absolute, both in its durability and in its essence. Salt, then, is a sign of the convenant, and if taken from the communal supply, it symbolizes the convent that is placed in the charge of the community. For the nation as a whole, is responsible for the convent's durability and immutability. Its meaning and authority are not subject to the opinions of the individual. Rather, the entire nation is its guardian and guarantor. Now, this bris, symbolized by Melach at offerings, is called bris alekechel. Sucked up by Hirsch. Hence, it must refer to that which lies in the Arain, which accordingly is called Arain bris Hashem, Salt, then, is the symbol of the Torah, which exists forever without change. The mitzvah of salting and its meaning are therefore this. Zakh Rabbi Hirsch, one must salt the carbonis on all sides with the salt of the Torah, with salt received from the nation. That is, the offering must be permeated throughout with the spirit of the, spirit of the internal Torah, which is guarded and kept unchanged by the nation. Only through the Torah can something of our property, such as Kaimitzelovina, sustain the fire of godly, godliness on, on earth. Only through Torah can our aims, the Imurim, Imurim, and endeavors, Evarim, lead to the dwelling of Hashem's presence in this world. The midst of salting does not apply to Dam to the nefesh, for the nefesh in itself is unchangeable. Rather, the mitzvah applies to Silas, shaman, levone, murim, evarim. These must bear the stamp of salt, which symbolize the eternal immutable Torah. The external conditions for acquiring wealth do change with the time and the place. The ways of securing a living and attaining prosperity and material happiness do change. Accordingly, our aims and endeavors also change. Hence, it is easy to form the mistaken impression that our obligations and our tasks in life also are constantly changing.
The changes of time affect in particular the material values represented by the mincha, material substance, prosperity, and happiness. In regard to these, then, one is particularly liable to form such an impression. That is why the Torah says, if you wish to draw closer to Hashem and to show homage to Him with your material possessions, take salt, representing immutability from the communal supply, and salt your homage offering. In particular, do not omit salt, symbol of God's eternal immutable convent, from your covenant, from your homage offering. Moreover, with every offering through which you seek God's closeness, you are to offer salt, symbol of the immutable covenant. In light of the above, we understand why the commandment the midst of salting is first stated vis-a-vis mincha, and only afterwards extended to every offering similar to it. The Rambam even rules that salt is ma'akiv only in the case of mincha, whereas at the other offerings, salting is a mitzvah and is not a ma'akiv. This ruling, however, is not easily reconciled with the Gemara Menachis. The guest of Mishnah explains that the reason for the Rambam's ruling is that the term bris is stated only in reference to mincha, but this explanation is insufficient, for according to the Rambam, the say of Leisash bris, Melech bris applies to all offerings, and it's a tzarechiyah. We noted above that Katyrus is perhaps excluded from the precept of salting, which may be limited to those offerings that are given over to the fire of the Mizbeach HaChitzan. This would fit in well with our conception of the Katyrus and the Mizbeach HaPanimi. The Mizbeach HaChitzan shows us the path leading up to the heights of the Jewish ideal. On, the, on that path, there is a need for a special warning, Melach, as to the everlastingness and immutability of the Torah. But the Torah represents this ideal itself. It is the embodiment of pure Ruach Nechayach. It is offered on the Mizbeach Hazav, which faces the Arnabris. So this Mizbeach, the Shulchan and Menorah are united, effecting the realization of the Torah which rests in the urn. Here, there is no need for a special warning conserving the everlastingness and immutability of the Torah. The, the very essence of the idea of the Katerius presupposed this principle. Okay, I hope we grasp the depth and meaning of this Rabbi Shamshan Paul Hirsch. May his neshama have an aliyah. Call to have a good Shabbos.